a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 7 o'clock on Utah's Morning News. Good morning, I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story on the 7 o'clock report. Eye on the Hill 2023. Special coverage on Utah's Morning News. A need for more homeless shelters. Uh, Removing the sales tax on food and talk about other tax cuts are still on the agenda before Friday at midnight on Utah's Capitol Hill. We will get to our legislative coverage in just a moment, but first... There is some snow falling in several locations with more expected throughout the morning. KSL News Radio's Randall Jepson is monitoring the storm at the KSL Storm Desk. Randall? Yeah, Tim and Amanda, we've been carefully watching this storm move in this morning. Snow has been falling all night long in the Cottonwood Canyons, Little Cottonwood Canyon. It is closed this morning for avalanche mitigation. Now in Utah County, they have been seeing snow on and off, including some pretty heavy snow that I've been watching on the cameras in Provo Canyon. I'm also looking at the radar right now. It looks like the Salt Lake Valley could soon see some more flurries. There's also a big wave of snow. It's west of Ogden and Brigham City. We'll check in with Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center in just a couple of minutes to check on any delays. Randall Jepson, KSL News Radio. All right, Randall, we were towed 7 o'clock and it's 7.01. Pretty good timing. A bill to address the needs of our homeless population gaining strong support in the state legislature. This bill would require other counties to provide shelter during the winter months. KS on his radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2023. Adam? Amanda, this new bill seeks to address shelter needs primarily in the winter, at the same time Utah seeing one of its biggest winters in years, of course. KSL.com reports House Bill 499 would require counties with at least 175,000 people, that's Salt Lake, Davis, Weber, Utah, and Washington counties, to create winter shelter plans beginning in 2024. The bill got nearly unanimous support from the House, including Representative Jill Briscoe. I encourage the 74 rest of you to go survey your district and look at the resources and talk to the elected officials and the nonprofits, the churches and the other groups in your district and find out what they're doing for the unsheltered in Utah. Bill's now heading over to the Senate. Reporting live from Salt Lake City, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Big tax cut packages expected to be debated soon in the Utah legislature. KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ertz reports it includes lines that would eliminate the state's sales tax on food. The big tax bill is HB 54. Initially, bills to take off the food sales tax were being run separately. Now they've been folded into this bill. But that part is still contingent on whether or not voters approve loosening up that earmark for income tax being used for education. You have talked to Senator Kay about this, but I think he just wanted to get the whole package together uh, in one bill. That's Senate Majority Leader Ann Milner. This bill also cuts the income tax rate, expands eligibility for those on Social Security, and targets some tax relief for pregnant people and those using the earned income tax credit. Lindsay Ertz, KSL News Radio. We will speak live with House Speaker Brad Wilson coming up at 735 and talk about some of the biggest bills remaining with only three days left in the session. Forgive me, Tim. A bill that would put some limitations on conversations about diversity, equity and inclusion offices in higher education will not be passed this session. Instead, lawmakers sent to the bill to be studied. 
Utah Governor Spencer Cox using social media to answer people's questions from around the state. We get details from KSL News Radio's Mark Jackson. The governor answered questions from Utahns sent through Facebook's comment section. One of them asked about homelessness and problems of addiction in the state. You will see record funding coming from the state for homelessness and deeply affordable housing, working with our our local cities uh, on on their projects as well. A huge opportunity here to to, to help. Um, We have funding coming from lawsuits uh, that the opioid companies have had to pay because of those lawsuits. That, the governor says, can be used to help fund recovery programs. Governor Cox says one of his top priorities is more affordable starter homes for young families. He says he's working with agencies and the Home Builders Association on that. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. Former Deputy National Security Advisor Matthew Pottinger and others were asked by Congress to weigh in on China and what kind of threats the country poses to the U.S. Pottinger was pressed on his opinion of the lab leak theory. There is still a great deal of information that has yet to come out. The hearing also addressing the Chinese-owned social media app TikTok. To censor and suppress or to amplify what tens of millions of Americans see and read. A separate House committee will vote today on a bill that would give President Biden the power to ban TikTok in the U.S. ABC's Andrea Fujii reporting. Vladimir Putin says he's tightening Russian border security in response to what the Kremlin describes as drone attacks inside Russia. Putin ordering his federal security service, the FSB, to take over border security. And he even made a rare admission, saying there have been losses in our ranks. Many of those losses are in eastern Ukraine in Bakhmut. ABC's James Longland reporting there from Ukraine. First look traffic on the 7 o'clock report, and here's Andy Farnsworth. Well, Amanda, the storm is moving its way uh, from the uh, kind of northeastern part of, or northwestern part of uh, Utah County over the mountain in Harriman and up into uh, Draper, Bluffdale, Riverton, and now starting to be South Jordan Daybreak area as it works its way north. That's where you're going to see freeway slowdowns, Lehigh to Bluffdale. But none really up north, although I-15 starting to back up a little bit near the Sunset 650 North Clearfield exit. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Yeah, some breaking news. Utah's most uh, our monthly unemployment report for January has just been released. Joining us live on the KSL Newsline is the Department of Workforce Services Deputy Director, Nate McDonald. How does the report look, Nate? Well, overall, we're still in a good spot as a state, but we are seeing some slowing trends starting to occur, particularly we're seeing, we just saw our unemployment rate, it, it ticked up a little bit to 2.4%. We reported December's at 2.2, so a slight increase in that. And then our, our job growth rate is at 2.8%. So we're still seeing growth, uh, and, so, and so that is a positive, but there is still some slowing that is going on. This was uh, 100% expected, was it not? Yeah, you know, during the winter months, we do always expect our unemployment to to tick up a little bit because we have a lot of seasonal jobs, whether those are jobs, you know, in our rural communities with with uh, hospitality, tourism, that always slows down during that during the winter months. And also in different parts of our state, we see construction slow down as well, even though overall construction is seeing growth, it does slow in the winter months. And so that's why we always expect some upticks in the in the winter months. You know, we had a story on recently, Nate, about about how many Americans and Utahns are working a second full-time job. And it was, uh, it, it blew me away what a high number Crazy it was. Number, yeah. do, do you keep track of that at all? Yeah, we do. We do monitor it. And, and it is something that we're, we're seeing 
seen grow here in in the recent month. Uh, you know, we actually saw it slow down. Not as many people worked second jobs during the pandemic, and there were a number of reasons why. One, uh, the pandemic. Two, you, a lot of people were able to get jobs and work from home. Um, but also, we had a lot of pandemic relief programs in place that maybe help people not have to work a second job. But with those pandemic relief programs going away, that's something we're, we're expecting to see more uh, people needing to get that second job to afford rent or to afford, you know, inflation costs of food. One of the other uh, stories we had this week that was money related was the fact that a lot of service jobs are coming back, but uh, job growth in some other areas for more blue collar workers not really coming around yet. Well, and, and so one of the positives with this job report, though, is is for here in the state of Utah, is nine of the ten sectors that we measure had positive job growth, and that's actually up. We've been reporting, you know, we've had a couple of them, you know, more than two or three over the last several months be be have have job losses, but you know, for example, professional businesses is one that's had negative job growth for the last few months, and that's where a lot of our tech jobs are at. Uh, so that, you know, we've heard a lot of layoffs that have happened. But this last month, it was one of our highest with job growth. So what we're seeing is that though some companies have had to lay some people off, other companies have been absorbing those jobs or adding jobs. And, and so it's, it's, it's balanced that out a little bit. And so, uh, so that's, a, that's a real positive we're seeing. It doesn't mean that people being laid off aren't struggling to find work. But what it does mean is that there are still jobs out there and that people need to take advantage and not not, you know, take really jump in still while there are jobs and, and make sure you're, you're looking at and you might mean looking at some of these other industries where there are there is growth taking place. I know that the time is gone, Nate. Can you just spend a few seconds speaking to labor force participation? The one other positive is labor force participation is up. And that's another reason why sometimes you see unemployment go up is because people are actually coming back in and it it might be for good reasons and for bad reasons but but we're seeing a stronger participation rate coming in which is is a good sign overall great stuff nate as always thanks for the report department of workforce services deputy director nate mcdonald joining us as he always does when these numbers are released i'm dave Colley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast cold Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.